Welcome to Talking Baseball. We've got a whole bunch of games to recap, series that were, players that did good and bad, and the shuffles. And... Welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for joining us today. My name's Jimmy. I'm coming to you from my apartment in New York City. We got Jake. He's coming to you from his apartment in New York City. Producer BBD behind the dish. He's in his house. No one is at the Roosevelt Studios in the Bronx right now as we... Well, no one on this crew. Roosevelt Studio South is where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Oh, I see. Yes. I see, I see, I see. Uh, As we quarantine before the playoffs just like the players do you know they started their quarantine for the bubble and so are we yeah i don't think our employees know that you know we're bubbling in the playoffs it's just gonna be us in that office sharing that shower for a month it's a one-way door (laughs) uh yeah so How's everyone doing? Uh, I don't know if, if you're out of the loop or, or you don't follow other places. I don't know if we've discussed it on this program before. I have COVID, came down with it last weekend. And uh, I don't know, I guess getting through it, pretty tired. How are you doing, Jake? Yeah, we're, uh, we're warning out. Oh my God, those weren't words. I was going to say we're worn out. We're warning out. Uh, yeah, we, we want you to get better. We'll see. We had an office, first office field trip. We're, we're a couple blocks away from the stadium, and our first office field trip was <laughs> the whole office got COVID tests. So that was, that was some good team bonding. So yeah, we're going to be home for a little bit. My audio this episode is probably not going to be top notch. Need another cord for that. Just got it. Amazon Prime. Be here tomorrow. How about that ad? Uh, but yeah, man. Um, add for the cord. Ad for the cord. So I'm I'm doing doing okay. Uh, you know, Jess is probably you know pretty bummed out that I'll be here for the next ten to fourteen days, but that's okay. That's okay. Well, is she leaving for for work soon? No. Oh. Turn. Yeah. Let me see your side view. Looks like your flow is doing good things. Yeah. It's hair. It's not good. It's not good. But I think it's the back is got the back got over the hump. There was like a a, a week midweek hump where it was like you got to cut it and you persevered and now it's all right back there. If I wear a hat and shower like it can look like I have douche bro hair going on. But what's really happening, Jim, I think are you familiar with Dana Holgerson? He's the He's a West Virginia, or he was the West Virginia football coach for a while. Now he's at Houston. Uh, go check out his hair because it's kind of an old man mullet type thing coming in. And I think that's what's happening because my hair is stopping growing on the top of my head, but it's still growing around the sides, monk style almost. Yeah, male pattern balding, I think is what they call that. Yeah, but it's still like the other hair is still growing pretty well. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that's a good comp, but you're yeah. not even close to that. No, I mean he's like all time legend status hair in the hair world, but uh, it's a it's a baby version of what's going on there. Cool. You aspire to be that? I mean, he's got some great picks. He's hilarious. <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, there's some cool uh, new uh, standings that have shuffled. What did I say in the intro? Shuffles have standed. You had it. You got the old. Uh, Kind of the old vaudeville treatment with the intro music. The guy with the big cane <laughs> right at the end just took you off and was like, all right, we got it. <laughs> well, you, usually when I play the intro music, I, I have the the wave. So I know when it's about to drop. So right. I know I can time it. But I didn't have that because BBD played it. So I'm just lost there trying to find how many words I need to say to fill it before we start shaking our heads. Mm. So do you, you want to do some standing stuff quick? No, no, no. Let's do it. I'm just excited for when yeah. we get to standings after the back end of every region. Yeah. Pretty bizarre. Yeah. All right. Uh, who has these Eastern region? You do? I believe so. I, I hope I don't because I don't know shit. Right. Okay. I have the baseball boogie. Let's make sure it's at an okay volume. Mm-hmm. Can you hear that? I can hear it. Can the, Can the people hear it? I'd bump it a little. Mm. Now we're boogieing, baby. All right, baby. In the East, the New York Yankees, the hottest, scariest team in baseball. Oh, my God. They sweep the Blue Jays. The battle for second place. No, no, no. Game one, 20 to 6. That is 20 to 6. It was Davy Day. Davy Garcia, he pitched fine, but it was just a home run festival. This whole series was a home run festival. Cole goes the next day, he does fine. Tanaka the next day, he does fine. Jim, some insane stats. Voight and DJ LeMahieu both had four home runs apiece this series. Kyle Higashioka, the backup catcher, had a three-homer game. And they set records. I think it was six home runs uh, in three straight games. I think that was a record which led to the most home runs in a three-game set. Uh, Insane stuff by the Yankees. They are looking good. Speaking of looking good, the Boston Red Sox, they take two out of three from Miami. Miami was coming off that seven-gamer that they beat up on the Phils. But Tanner Houck, Boston, you guys have a little bit of hope. An actual prospect came up and pitched. He looked good. Avaldi had a solid start. The game Miami won, Jorge Alfaro hit two home runs. Catchers hitting home runs. I'm here for it. Washington at Tampa. They played two. Yarborough, our friend, he got the W in the first game. Everyone kept putting the stat out there. It's a little skewed because he doesn't always start, but a 16-game non-winning streak for Yarborough. He gets the win. And then in the second game, Luis Garcia. I think he's the youngest player in the majors. He's younger than Soto. Um he homers in the 10th to give the Nats the win. They split the two-gamer. And then we're going to the Philly. They win game one versus the Mets. A big Didi homer. Arietta was good. But the Mets come back in the second two games. Philly's bullpen. DeGrom got hit and hurt in the first game. Mets were down 4 nothing. J.D. Davis had a pretty big day. Led them back. Mets won 5-4. And then the Mets take the final game 10-6. to Mets went up three. Then it was tied at 3-3. 
Then it was 6-3 Philly. Then it was tied at sixes. And then it was 10-6 Mets. Mets take the series. Do you believe? And then Baltimore hosts Atlanta. They blow out Atlanta in game run. Three home runs and a nine-run third inning for Baltimore. Toussaint and Jackson got wrecked. MVP candidate, you heard me, Atlanta. Freddie Freeman with a pair of RBI doubles in the second game to win 5-1. to one. But Baltimore takes the series. They win 5-1. to one. It was a Hamill start, 3.1, three-earned run, 52 pitches. Atlanta needs pitching. They might even be fine with that. But O's win. So, hey. And that's what's going on in the East. Grossed. Mm. Gross Eastern region this week. Mm. Just disgusting. Mm. The Yankees. The Yankees did what they were supposed to do. I mean, Miami loses. The Phillies lose. The Braves lose. And the Rays split. It's gross. The NL East, man, was supposed to be this powerhouse division, and they all stink. Yeah. Like the Braves are going to win by default. All the teams that are – all the playoff-bound teams lost besides the Yankees. Oh, hey, don't let those Miracle Mets get hot, Jim. Race to 30. I might start – I might start like a swear jar. Ooh. And it's if you act as if the Mets are going to the postseason, you have to put money in the jar. Okay. And then if they go to the postseason, I'll double it. Okay. Um, I, Jim, it's not the Mets. I just I do have a theory that either the Mets, the Brewers, um, my Rockies might be dead. But I, I still think one of these teams is going to have a good week, get to 30 wins, and sneak into the playoffs. There's one week left. Yeah. It, they have to go like eight and three. Like it's They've not crazy. That is crazy. They haven't done it all season. We did this last episode. All right. The Mets have never done that all. They never had a stretch like that all season. So to think they just have to have their best stretch as a team ever. It's kind of crazy thing to say. But the Reds did. Just like the Yankees did. The Yankees. The Reds did it too. Like it. It's still this weird short season, man. Like, I, I understand what you're saying. We haven't seen it, so that is the safe way to lean. But also, teams are kind of building up for this part of the year. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mess. It just, they're so bad. Yeah. I mean, you, you know. All the, you team, lose all the teams not in the playoff picture are bad. You lose also the same thing for all those teams I just mentioned. I mean, you essentially lose a series and it's over. But that's, uh, I guess, the beauty of this extended, expanded playoffs. They still got a chance. They got the next six. Mets next six are against Atlanta and Tampa Bay. Hey, Atlanta just lost to the Orioles, and Tampa's been struggling themselves. Um, as far as the rest of the East Coast, the Yankees jumped back in second place, or maybe they started in second place when that series started with Toronto. I forget, but they're they're uh, they're two and a half ahead of Toronto now in second place. I don't think they're going to look back from that spot. They're chasing other things now. Uh, Toronto is now the eight seed, and the Rays stay as the one seed. So I don't I don't think that Toronto can fall out either. I mean, we've been saying that they. AL is locked up and it's locked up. Looks like Toronto's going to get the eight seed 
and the Yankees are now trying to steal the four seed from the Twins. Yeah, I mean, Toronto is saying we get another shot at the Yanks, but what we just saw the Yanks do to them, you probably can't come back from that. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, they don't have – they don't – like, they don't – they don't have – they can't. I mean, the, the AL picture, I mean, we can start locking a few things in. Toronto is most likely the eight or the seven. They're right behind Cleveland. Um, and then Houston has been pretty much locked into that six spot. Twins and the Yankees fighting for 5-4. And I guess there could still be a shuffle at the top. The White Sox, still the one team in the AL. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, over in the NL, we kind of already did it. I mean, <clears throat> so Braves are the one seed and Miami's the two. Philly's, Philly is the eight right now. Yeah, 24 and 25. It's crazy. That's what I'm saying. I know. I just struggle with that eight team is going to suck. Yes. So, you know, I I hate the false hope it's giving fan bases. Right. And I understand what you're saying. Like, you know, some team, you know, it could be, you know, maybe the Phillies stay. It could be Milwaukee. It could be the Mets. You know, I, I don't know who it is, but like some team's going to land in that eight hole and be like, we made the playoffs. And it's like, did you? Yeah. Or like, you know, once we get there, we can make da- we can do damage. And it's like, can you? Hey, I don't want to see DeGrom in a three game set. Uh, he's one guy. They'll probably lose yeah. the game anyway. That would be very Metsy. <laughs> all right let's go on to the central here we go yes you're starting us off i'll i'll clean it up yeah like that cleveland and chicago they played two a couple exciting games jim six five chicago this game was back and forth all day Baez hit a bomb early frankie lindor with the two run tying home run in the ninth but the cubs they win on back-to-back hit-by-pitches, including the game-winning hit-by-pitch with the bases loaded to Cameron Mabin. Uh, Cleveland, again, they are sliding. And the Cubs take the second. Savali versus Lester, both with solid starts. And Lester, some emotional stuff, could be his last start at home as a Cubby. Oscar Mercado, a friend, homered after he had a bad start to the season. But Javi Baez hits the walk-off single. The Cubs take both games. And then Cincinnati, the Bungles, no, the Reds, they finally do what we thought they might be capable of. They sweep four against the Pirates. They win the doubleheader day. Tyler Stevenson saves them on Bauer Day with the pinch hit walk-off homer. Votto homered in both ends of the doubleheader. They were down one, and then they scored three in the fifth and the sixth to blow them out, 9-4 in the second game. Michael Lorenzen, our guy, tough start to the season. He gets the spot start because Sonny Gray was hurt. He goes five innings pitch, one earned run. Amir Garrett gets his first save. He had a fun press conference about that. Tucker Barnhart, a friend, he homered. And then Luis Castillo, seven innings, shutty, 10 gays to take the final game, one nothing. Jim. That's awesome. <clears throat> Kansas City and Detroit played. Detroit won game one. Boyd was good. Kansas City won game two. Singer was good. Minnesota and the White Sox had a big old series, Jake. Big old four-game set. Chicago White Sox won three out of the four. In game one, Taylor Rogers lost it in the eighth with two walks, then a single 
from Adam Engel. Chicago White Sox take game two as well. Dunning outpitches Dobnak, Anderson, and McCann both homer. And Luis Rodobert stole two bases. How about that? In game three, mm. Buxton hit a two-run homer off of Giolito. Then Sano hit a two-run homer off Matt Foster. And the Twins win a game 5-1. to one. Game four, is it going to be a split series? Or will the White Sox win? White Sox win 4-3. to three. They tied it in the – it was tied in the sixth. J.D. hits the home run, gets ejected. And then Dyson, Abreu, Alioy, 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 Aloy all team up to take it back. White Sox take three out of four from the Twins. They just keep rolling. It's pretty crazy. And then St. Louis and Milwaukee, they had a five-game series, doubleheader, regular game, doubleheader. Milwaukee wins the first one. It goes into extras. Kim pitched really good again. Braun tied it in extras. Then Hira wins it. The second game of the first doubleheader, DeYoung had the go-ahead single in the ninth. Then they play a real game. Jay Flair gets the start. Real tough start for him. Yelly and Braun go back-to-back in the first, and then they just keep scoring forever. Milwaukee wins 18-3. St. Louis wins the first game of the next doubleheader, 4-2. Wayno gives up two early, but then settles down for the complete game. Seven innings win. <clears throat> Milwaukee wins the second, of the second, second game of the second doubleheader. Braun had a three-run home run in the first. Milwaukee takes three. St. Louis takes two. It doesn't really help Milwaukee much. It hurts St. Louis because both those teams are out of the playoff picture now with Cincy doing good. And, Jake, the Cincinnati Reds. I'm ready to talk all about them. They've earned it, and that's all we've been saying. One back-to-back series. One to see series wins. On top of that, I think they've won like seven in a row, and they they took over second place. Now, they still have a losing record because, you know, the rest of the division kind of left it wide open for them. They've won five in a row. But, yeah, uh, they won, they won and- the series before that. Jim, at, at the same time, if, if we want to get excited, I mean, their schedule picks up again. This is the Pirates. This is what they've been doing all year. We're going White Sox, Brewers, Twins the rest of the way for the Reds. They're a game below 500 still. I mean, it's going to be a mess between the last wildcard team and the second team in the NL Central. Yeah, and they have a three-game set against Milwaukee, who's still like in the mix. I don't right. know. What- Dude, it's so messy. I'm almost like I feel like I feel like a mom who's the playroom is like just an absolute mess Mm. and tells the kids to clean it up and the kids keep calling her into the room and like, mom, do you do you want the books to go here? Mom, do you want the toys to go here? How should I roll up the carpet? Well, I don't know why the kids are rolling up carpets. And the mom says, I don't care how it's done. But the next time I come in this room, it better be clean. That's where I'm at with the NL uh, playoffs. Like I almost, it's too messy that I don't have interest in how it's going to clean itself up. Just let right. me know when it's clean. And I mean, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, dude, these, these brewers control so much of their own destiny. I think they finish with another four or five gamer with St. Louis. Um, and, and they play the red. So it's, 
again, if a team has a good week, which is Cincinnati did, and now we're talking about them, you're in and it's bizarre and I wish the mess was going to be cleaned up, but I think we're going to be here doing our, you know, last Friday episode to before the last weekend of games saying like, well, let's see it because yeah. it's a mess. It's a big time mess right now. So like, as it stands, it would be uh, LA versus the Phillies Dodgers Phillies round one. <clears throat> Which I don't have any faith in the Phillies, but they have two good pitchers, right? And then you got the Marlins versus the Padres, which again, that's two really good pitchers, Sixto and Pablo. And then you have the Reds Braves. Oh, I mean, that's scary as hell if you're a Braves fan. I mean, I, I think Cincinnati would be favored in that series if it started tomorrow. Yeah, the Braves. Yeah. Uh, and then you have Giants Cubs. My God, Cubs. Have a luckier year. <laughs> it's nuts. So, yeah, I don't know what to make of the DNL Central. So, yeah. from, a, from a pure talent perspective, like, who do you think the final four teams in the NL should be? Like, if you got to make the playoffs. From talent. From pure talent. Like, I, I think the Reds would be there for both of us easily. Dodgers and Padres are the easy. Well, no, I'm saying I'm saying the bottom four. Excuse me for the playoffs. Oh, that's a less fun conversation. Um, that, I think that's why it's more fun. <laughs> well, who are your top four? Dodgers, Padres, Cubs. And Atlanta for now. I don't, I mean, they have no pitching. Right. Really good lineup in Max Freed and a good bullpen. Like they've kind of earned that. I'm just saying for filling out the rest of the playoff bracket. I don't care. Talent wise, it's probably Reds, Phillies. No, Cardinals. St I mean, Cardinals pitching has been. St. Louis. Yeah. I mean, and St. Louis, Phillies. Phillies for sure with Wheeler and um, Nola and then all the star power you have offensively there. Yep. Like, you know, I think Phillies, Cardinals, Marlins because of their starting pitching. Yeah. But I could be, I could be leaving people out. I don't know. No, I, I think you're right. I think, I think the ideal other four teams to get in would be Miami Philly, St. Louis, and then Cincy. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Milwaukee and San Fran, who San Fran, you're above 500. So, yeah, we'll Keep get to doing the, that. We'll get to the West then. Uh, in the AL Central, White Sox are the, what's the saying? Something of the roast? Um, they're, Something of the roast? Is that what you're looking BBD, for? BBD, finish the saying for me. I, I don't know where to begin looking for that saying, but... The prime roast? The prime... They're good? Do I don't know what the... Are you looking for bell of the ball? Sure. They're the bell of the ball. Okay. The White Sox. Bell of the balls. 
Eating roast, eating roast at the balls. Eating roast at the balls. The White Sox are the one seed, uh, and then you have Cleveland, who's lost. What's, what's, what's Cleveland doing? Dude, they've been a disaster. I know we're not supposed to talk about the upcoming uh, upcoming series, but they finally got a Bieber win, and I think they're playing the Royals, but they went on a full skid. I mean, dude, think about a week ago, the Yankees stunk, and we were wondering if they were going to fake make the playoffs. We knew they would, but... And then Cleveland, we were talking about how they could be the best team in the league because they get a good start every day. And then TFA, man, things fall apart. They do. They do, Jake. Yeah. Um, what, what's So they won yesterday. I'm trying to see how many did they <clears throat> lose in a row. I think it was like near seven or something. This is bad. I feel like I recall hearing eight. For what that's worth. And the Cubs, dude, both walk-off losses, hit by pitch. Like, if if the Cubs, the Cubs and the Braves, man, if they draw a good, bad team in that three-game set, I don't know. I mean, at least the Cubs still have Darvish and Hendricks. The Braves, man. And Alec Mills. Okay. Shut your mouth. Disrespecting him all the time. Your guy. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna be Alec Mills for Halloween. You swear? Nope. Okay. I had a dream that you uh you killed yourself via airplane or helicopter. You you hijacked a helicopter and crashed it. And the last thing you did was you took a selfie of yourself and said, See you later, bud, and texted it to me. You had that as a dream. <laughs> I woke up full sweat. Fever dreams. I'm sick. Very yeah. scary. Tough. I The only comfort I found is like you wouldn't even be able to get the helicopter off the ground. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to turn it on. Yeah. Well, maybe it's a key ignition thing. <clears throat> even then. It's super sad, man. Don't do it. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Let's go to the West. Let's do the West, Jim. The Dodgers and the Padres faced off, Jake. Battle for the best in the West. Game one was a doozy. Denelson Lamette versus Kershaw. It was one nothing in the sixth. The true pitcher's duel. Grisham hits the home run to tie it in the sixth, and then the Dodgers implode in the seventh, and the Padres take game one. In game two, Gonsolin deals. Seven innings pitched, one earned run. Dodgers win three to one. And then they go bullpen day, kind of. For the Dodgers, bullpen day is Gratterall to Caleric to May as the premier guy, the bulk guy, the five innings pitched guy. And uh, Dodgers win that as well. So they kind of, you know, just push back a little bit on baby bro, who's now, you know, faster, taller, stronger, and cooler. Mm. We've still got some man muscle of ourselves so just back off. Dodgers win two out of three. A's in Colorado met up for a two-game set, and they split it because why would they do anything but? Antonio Senzatella with a complete game, one earned run win for the Rocks. And in game two, Fires was good, and Jake Lamb got involved again, which I find fun. They traded for him, was getting involved. Both of the scores there were three to one. San Francisco at Seattle at San Francisco. Why'd you put the notes like that? 
because they were supposed to play in Seattle, but they got smoked out. So Seattle was the home team in San Francisco. They moved the series. Awesome. Well, San Francisco wins both games. In game one, I was trying to find one pitcher or one hitter to highlight because I'm trying to make these shorter. Impossible. Eight Giants had hits, seven had RBIs, and they used seven pitchers who all did well. It was a complete team effort win by the Giants in game one. In game two, Wilmer Flores had a two-run triple to take the lead late. The Giants won six to four. Arizona and Anaheim played, and Arizona won two of the three games. Texas and Houston. Houston gets three really quality pitching performances, Jake. Or Kitty, seven innings pitched Warner and run in game one. McCullers looked really good in game two. And then Framber in game three, 6.1, 11 strikeouts, one earned run. Houston wins two out of three. But the best pitching performance came from a member of the Texas Rangers in game two. Kyle Gibby, complete game shutout. Talk about that a little more later on. And that's everything that happened in the West Coast. Great stuff, Tim. Uh, my first question to all of our Houston fans, because, uh, Jim, you do mention they got three nice starts, Urquidy, McKellers, and Framber. Uh, they also, their bats went dead. I mean, they won the final game 2-1. to one. Kyle Tucker hit a two-run homer. That's it, over two days. Um, so I'm wondering if, if they're more happy with the pitching or if they're more worried about the hitting right now in, in Houston. Well, I think you got to be, if I could put myself in a Houston Astros fan's shoes, mm. which I usually is my one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And put, it's some, put, put some lipstick on, lock the door. Yes. Uh, you, you're happy with the pitching. You just tell yeah. yourself the bats will come alive and you really, really need pitching for the postseason. And, you know, they didn't just get good starts. They got really good, three really good starts in a row. And our kitty comes back. Framber, you know, did Dusty Baker murder him in the mm. 100-degree heat, making him go out for the eighth inning? He comes back. So I think you could, I think it's easier to tell yourself, oh, one series, your pitching wasn't there. Hitting wasn't there, but at least the pitching came back. Arizona, LAA, literally nobody could care. Cole Calhoun's return to Anaheim. What just more what, on that later? Just so passionate. Um, SF at Seattle at SF. This game gets moved because Seattle was a smoke fest. San Francisco just kind of wins game. I think our Seattle dream is is dying on us, John. Oh, it's dead. Yeah, yeah. I saved that now. Uh, and I kind of said at the beginning the AL playoff picture. I've said this since the deadline, but it is firmly, like, firmly 100% the eight teams in the playoffs. The, the, it was a pipe dream rooting for Seattle to do it, but, you know, they're dealing with some other stuff, like not yeah. having a lot of talent and the whole state's on fire and yeah. all that. Those hurt. Those hurt. Rocks and A's split two. Why not? Senzatella, my guy. Big game. Jake Lamb playing for the ace. That's kind of fun. A little change of scenery. Sure. Jake Lamb. I know he got involved. But. He got involved. He's been pretty bad. Uh, but get some A's magic, kid. Keep. And your name is Jake Lamb. Think about that. Would you rather that name or your name? Ooh. 
I don't the last name for me is kind of the winning piece. Yeah, you have an awesome last name. Yeah. Except it's so many good, people mispronounce it. Yeah, sure. Um do do you think anyone's ever mispronounced Jake Lamb's last name? Uh-huh. Jake Lamb? Yep. Because sometimes yeah. when people have very, very easy last names, right? People think it can't be that simple and then they do weird shit to it. Sure. Like my mom's it's, maiden name was Papa. Right. And, and she would get people like Papa and like thinking yeah. it's like Papa. Yeah, Papa. She's like, it's Papa. Like, how could you fucking mess that up? Well, she's also a very mean woman. Um, and then in the, <laughs> uh, the, the <laughs> I got BBD with that one. Uh, the, the primo, the primo box series in the West coast gym was Dodgers Padres. Again, we kind of got excited for a little bit of anarchy and the Padres took game one, uh, Lamette, Grisham pimps, the Homer Dodgers implode. But this, if you're a Dodgers fan, this has probably been your only like important series of the season and your team bounced back and looked good. Yeah. And especially coming off the first game where you know, you got upset because Grisham hit the home run off Kershaw and celebrated, which was so annoying. And, and then Muncie has the the mental brain fart with Profar going home, and then he throws the double play ball. You know, they imploded. Throw so fart. It, what's that? The, seg- the double play ball was a throw fart. There was a brain oh. fart on Profar, and then there was a throw fart on not Profar. So it, was it gets ugly. tricky. It was ugly. Yeah. It was it was like a little mini implosion. So the fact that they can just come back and win the next two and be like, we don't care. It's cool. Yeah. Some fortitude. Yeah. That's what the Dodgers need. Good mental fortitude. And they can basically, I, I mean, now they have ensured that they've pretty much won the West. They'll line up their pitching and they can look at this series and be like, hey, this series was kind of important and we won it. So I think they're like, good. Yeah. That's probably what they're saying. That's probably what they're saying. Probably Dave um, Roberts' speech. This was an important series, and we won it so good. Important series, we won it so good. Um, What's the lunch today? How about that? Uh, yeah. Hey. God damn it, Mariners. You're, you stink. Um, minus 52 in the run differential for the Mariners this year. That's worse than the Angels. I mean, let's not harp on them. They traded pieces. Like they, like this yeah. was. It was it, it's not like the Angels. It's a miracle run where they were not trying to win, and they accidentally, you know, stumbled into a lot of good. So, Jim, it's a good end of the se- season for the Mariners. Like, if you're a Mariners fan, you're you're happy right now. Jim, your Angels, yeah, zero point nine percent chance to make the postseason. So. What was the stat that you tweeted out? That oh my every, god! Every pitcher not named Bundy or Haney is winless this season. Yeah, before Griffin Canning's win the other night, uh, outside of Bundy and Haney, Angel starters were zero and thirty. Brutal. So it's bad. Oh, for the season. Are you so, over your, are, are you over your rocks or you think they're doing they're doing they are in the NL slog technically. Um, they're playing four against the Dodgers and 
teaser, they lost the first one and it was like a tied game and then they blew up. So, I mean, it, it most likely all falls down this weekend if they could somehow survive uh, the Dodgers series. Um, then they've got them because I think they end with an easy schedule. I think they they're end. getting pushed out of the slog. Like they the, are the Cardinals, Brewers, and even the Mets right now. They're pushing the Rockies like off the the mountain and being like, "Hey, like we actually have to deal with some stuff here, so just get out of here. You're not part of this." And the Mets are next to go. Yeah. No, it's uh I mean they're playing four against the Dodgers at home and they lost the first one. So like it's this is this is probably where it ends. The race for 30. Damn. Sorry about your rocks. It's okay. Hey, not they the fight Nationals enough. The who? The Nationals. You know, like I'm disappointed in the Rocks. Oh, I told you. Oh, I haven't told you this. Okay. I think MLB has the fix in against the Nats this year. Oh. Because, dude, I don't think they're going to play 60 games. And I think they might be the only team that doesn't. So MLB had to make sure they were so bad that it wasn't a discussion point. Okay. That but yeah, they're, they're awful. <laughs> oh, you know, we didn't talk about the Cardinals. Yeah. If the Cardinals don't make the playoffs. That's going to be the biggest, like, what was it all for feeling ever? Mm. Like if they, cause right now they're not in the playoffs and if they quarantined, Jay Flair was throwing balls at mattresses, as Trev likes to remind us. They didn't play, and now they're doing double headers like every three games. And if they don't even make the playoffs, I feel like there's going to be a big, like, we just got Truman showed into some real-world baseball television show where we were the dummies that just got got. They are, well, I think the counter argument would be people telling them they were the dummies for, for going like the casino or lake thing or whatever it was. But um, I, I think they're playing the Pirates this weekend, and I think they have two doubleheaders, but they lost the first game to the Pirates. And I, I think the narrative, especially if you're a Cardinals fan, is about to flip. It's this team's exhausted. It was too much, blah, blah, blah. And so, I, you know, they, they better – they better take care of the Pirates. They, uh, I mean, they got a doubleheader today. Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, you win two seven-inning games against the Pirates, and you're back to 500, and you're looking great. You might be back in the sixth seed by the end of today. <laughs> True. What a disaster, NL. Where's, uh, where's that thing I like looking at, Jake? Oakland. Where is that thing you like looking at? Now it says Oakland is 11 and five against above average teams. I guess because Houston's over 500 again. Yeah. It's a weird chart. A little bit. They were one and two last time we did this. Oh, and San Francisco went back over 500 too. It's wild. They went yeah. one and two to 11 and five. That's something you just check at the end of the year. But I like checking it all the time. And it's funny because I know, I, I think over the course of a full season, that does ring pretty well. It's like, okay, who'd you play? 
But the fact that, you know, depending where the Giants, if they went land at 30 wins, like that's going to make the A's look that much better. I don't know. Bizarre year. Bizarre year. Uh, someone in the patron chat asked where that is. I linked it. All right. Linked it. You want to move on to awards and stuff? Yeah, I think so. I think All we right. can. Awards are brought to you by DraftKings this time around. It was sure nice seeing the teams back on the gridiron over the weekend. Lucky for us, that was just week one, Jake. There's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of week two, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when they bet on any team. That's right. You can place a $1 bet on any team. And if that team wins, you cash a cool Benjamin. How could you pass up on that? If you're new to DraftKings Sportsbook, head to the app now to scout their latest offers. Bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, a sportsbook that goes wherever you go. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOMBO when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Pick any, two, pick any team during week two, bet $1 on them, and win $100 if they win. That's $1 to win $100 when you use promo code JOMBO during sign-up for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 100Gambler. Jake, who would your one team be? My one team this weekend? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'd have to look, Jim. Didn't know you'd put me on the spot like that. Just say a team. Um, 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 Baltimore, depending who they're playing. All right, everyone go go put your money on Baltimore. One buck. One dollar. You get a hundred in return. God, I hope they have a good matchup. They're playing the Texans. I don't love it. How about the Chiefs? Chiefs. Chiefs. Isn't that a a revenge game? Chiefs. Isn't the Ravens a nice revenge game? Yeah, but it's it's in Houston. Deshaun's good. Chiefs. 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 Houston? It's me as a baby. It's me as a baby. I thought you said they were the Titans. It's me as a baby. Okay. Uh oh no, 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 no. Standout performances. Standout performance. Kind of bullshit because we had so Ooh. many really good pitching. Yeah. Lines. Three complete games, Jake. Yeah. I I do I go first? Sure. BBD's not in his head. Yes. You're so first. I, yeah. So just. I mean, you were supposed to do the East first today, so I didn't know if we were swi- switching or what. I was? Yeah. We'd have been doing it that way. Oh, it's my okay. bad. You're good. Show works. Pretty flexible. You know why? Because I you had filled out the scores. Right. So when I saw that you filled out the scores, for the East, I was like, oh, Jake has the East. And then I scrolled down to the West and it wasn't empty because you filled out both. But yeah. my brain still thought just by seeing the East filled out first. Genuinely zero problem for us or the listeners. 
Kyle Gibson's my standout performance. Now, Gibby, I did, I do, I do struggle because I don't, I don't necessarily need to talk about Kyle Gibson at this point in the season. He's not yeah. in the playoffs, but it's his first complete game shutout in his career, and Gibby's been around. Love that. He's got a complete. He's got one other complete game, and it was back in on August seventeenth, twenty sixteen. Mm. He goes complete game shutout against Houston, whose offense was struggling, but he's part of the reason it struggled. Three batters reach in the first inning, Jake. Mm. Two walks. He also had two caught stealing, so he didn't record every single out by pitching. Uh, Tucker got thrown out, and Springer got thrown out. Other than that, he was it's pretty damn good. That's the best outing of his career. So yeah. I wanted to let people know about it. He's a friend of the program. He came onto this show and talked labor dispute nonsense with yeah. him way back when. Trev's political friend. Mm. Gibby, stand up. We uh we got to get to Texas spring training next year. Sit down with Gibby, Lance Lynn. This squad up. Um, I'd feel yeah, so I feel mean, Oh, always. And <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, best start of his career. When you say that, I mean, that, that is pretty cool. He does it against Houston. See the state of that lineup. Uh, but, yeah, complete game shutty. You know, gave Texas a chance to win that series. Not that they should care. And I think there's a Whataburger twist here. I think something with our guy Taylor Hearn, who we also interviewed on here. Um, they got him Whataburger. Or he didn't like Whataburger. And they made him eat it or something. And, uh I think that directly led to the complete game shutout. That's badass. Yeah. So add. Do you like Whataburger? You know what? It wasn't great for me. I, uh, when I moved to Dallas initially, I had Whataburger and Taco Bell within the same distance. And like, if I was flipping a coin or drunk, it was going to be Taco Bell. Yeah, but you're a Taco Bell guy. I am. I am. But um, I like I gave Whataburger a chance. I went there a few times. I just couldn't find I couldn't find my wheelhouse on that menu. You you like backyard burger? It's okay. I like backyard burger. Okay. Okay. Huge. Good job, Kyle Gibson. Good job, Kyle Gibson. Good job, Gibby. Uh. Jim, I'll do my standout performance, if that's all right with you. Please. I'm going to do Byron Buxton of the Minnesota Twins. And uh, a couple times here, we're going to mention Trevor Pluth's name. Disgusting. He does have a two-homer game uh, yesterday. Uh, it ends up being the game they lose, the whole Donaldson sweeping over the plate, blah, blah, blah. He homered in every uh, the past three games. And again, what was an important series to both of these teams in the AL Central and more importantly, Jim, he's going nuts. He's got 12 home runs and 111 at-bats this year. Byron Buxton, it's not who you picture. Uh, his OPS is right around 900. His slugging is 622, which is right below Nelson Cruz. And Buxton, he's always kind of been the bonus piece. He's either been hurt or he kind of hasn't been in it, and he's kind of, you know, this Minnesota lineup. He's almost the nine-hole guy. I think he hit seventh the other day. They're they're missing a guy or two. But Byron Buxton, man, you know, it was 
formerly the number one prospect in baseball, a special defender, a special runner that you'll find on a baseball field. He's hitting yappos, Jim. Um, and if Byron Buxton can hit at a 900 clip, that's a guy he enters like MVP territory. So Buxton, couple home runs in one game, three straight games with a homer. Well, oh, yeah. would have been would have been four if they didn't reverse the the call right. on Aloy. But again, you're bragging about that because right. you only got the home run because Aloy didn't want to throw the ball. He uh, and if if I if I break out the butter knife a little bit more, Jim, in his last eight starts, seven home runs. So he's uh. One inside the park. He's boogieing. He's fast, man. Fast. At running. I mean, could you... Like, talk, you said us, Lance, Lynn, and Gibby in a room, like, you know, just inferior. I mean, imagine, like, hey, let's let's catch some fly balls with Buck. Like, it would... I don't know. We wouldn't look like humans? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so Buxton gets it. And Ploof kind of went on a a tirade that it doesn't matter. Everyone makes split. I think if you're Minnesota and you don't get home field, I think you're dead in the water. So I do think it matters a little bit. Okay. Being the home team would be more nice. I mean, in Minnesota. Especially out of region home team. Yeah. You know, if if you're going to Chicago or Cleveland and there's no fans, you've been doing that all season. It's probably routine. But when you leave the region, it's going to feel different. So if you have to leave the region as the away team, I think that is a little... Dude, how about the NL is going to feel like the home team in the World Series? Because they're playing every game of the DS or the CS. In, that, in those ballparks. Well, it's it's Houston and Dallas, and then the World Series is straight Dallas, right? So what if the ALCS is the – where's the ALCS be, or NLCS being played? Dallas? I think it's Houston and – or maybe it's maybe it's just Houston and then that would make, Dallas. That would the, make it the, the NLCS is also in Arlington, and the World Series is just in Arlington. So there that's what I'm saying. So if that goes seven games – and two NL teams play all seven games in Arlington, and then the World Series is in Arlington. Those people are gonna; those outfielders are gonna know that wall better than the AL team that comes in. They just played a bunch of games. Yeah. They're gonna have a slight, slight advantage on knowing knowing the ground. I I'd like to hope the World Series doesn't come down to knowing the outfield slightly better, but you never know. That's baseball. Yeah. Interesting. I would have put the ALCS in Houston. Yeah. So you don't you don't get the comfort level up. I have another one. The okay. if it's LA or the Padres, who are probably the top two choices you would think to come out of the NL at this point, they they they're almost definitely still gonna be one and four. They would play their NLDS series in Arlington too, so add some more games to that number. Yeah, you're gonna get comfy. Maybe too comfy. Oh. Yeah. Like when you wear sweats all day and you're like, no, I feel gross. 
Well, not me, but most humans, yeah. Yeah. What do we do next? I think uh, soundboard. Is that the right thing? Yeah. Dirt nasties on fuego. That means I'm on fire, baby. Like Waco. I put a lot of people on the Infuego list. I love it. I love it. Vogelback has been really good since being a brewer, Jake. This guy sucked in the, with the Mariners. He played like two games with the Blue Jays. He's started 10 games in a row as a brewer. He's got a 406 batting average of 472 on base percentage. How about that? Man, and it's kind of funny because you wonder, you know, the Jays picked him up and then the the Brewers DFA smoke and pick up Vogelback. And it's like, are you just moving pieces to move pieces? And I think it kind of worked though. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Uh, Quang Hyung Kim for the Cardinals. His last four games started. He hasn't allowed an earned run. I mean, he's like their best pitcher. Pretty unreal. They picked this dude up and they're like, yeah, he might be in the bullpen. He might start fifth starter. It's been lights out. Oops. It's been lights out. So he's on there. Some Yankees, but I mean, they hit six home runs in three games in a row. So DJ and Voight, Jake told you, those guys are hot as hell. Uh, yeah, it's, it's tough, Jim, because they do deserve more love. And I think you and I are tiptoeing a little bit because we have a Yankees podcast. We're Yankees fans. But I mean, these Blue Jays have been really good this season. So I, I know it wasn't no Ryu, but I mean, their their bats went nuts. Yeah, I don't know about those pitchers. Have like Rarick hasn't been good. <clears throat> Taiwan Walker has. Yeah, but Derek Fisher died for him. So yeah, for his sins. Brandon Nimmo's got four multi-hit games in a row, and in September, in September, twelve mm. games, three seventy-three batting average, four eighteen on base percentage, one dot OPS. Good job, Brandon Nimmo. The Mat, the Miracle Mets. Another guy in that Mets lineup. Oh my God! Do you know BBD hates Nimmo? Well, why would why would you like him? I mean, he gets hot though. Like, he's good. I mentioned Nimmo, and he pushed someone in the streets of the Bronx. Was it Nimmo? Was it Nimmo? Hey, look, there's Brandon Nimmo, and then he pushed him. No, it's a guy I know in the Bronx named Nemo. And BBD kind of everything just went red for a second. Yo, Nemo! It's really unfortunate because he is elderly, but hmm. Hmm. happens. You hate Nimmo, BBD? Yeah, I don't like it. I think he's the easiest guy to dislike. He's he's good though. The I almost he gave run, him bro tonight. And I remembered I don't like him on Wake and Jake ad. The way he yeah. runs out walks is like an instant reminder to the worst kid on your little league team every year, mm. and it's like an instant. Yep, don't like that guy. I don't know anything else about him, so I'm just judging it on the way he runs to first base after getting walked or hit by pitch. And All think, that stuff is like it's like one notch too much. If he did it like one less of a thing. Oh, you don't even like him. It. That's really nice of you, BBD. It's like 10 notches too much. The dude sprints after getting hit by pitch. If you gave him a like jog, I'd, I'd be behind it. And a brisk didn't jog like, do the, the show diving after um, all the plays, I'd live with I guess it. But... My thing is he's not like the first guy in MLB history to do this. I mean, we have guys come along and do this. Didn't Pete Rose do that? I wasn't alive for him, so I don't know. All right, Pete, Pete. 
Um, I've never seen someone sprint to first the way Nimmo does yeah. in Major League Baseball. Have you? Can you think of anyone else in our time? It's crazy. It's easy. It's easy to hate that. Yeah, I get it. I mean, hustle player. That's not hustling. I mean, yeah. I mean, the Pete, ball's dead. Pete Rose used to do it. The ball's dead. It's not hustling. I want, once you get to first base, keep going. Well, he doesn't do that. He can. Yeah. Uh, Cole Calhoun, he goes back to Anaheim. He hits three homers in the three mm. games. He went six for 13 with a walk. So he liked being home. Well, he's not yeah. even home. He liked being back. Jose Abreu, six games. He's got four home runs in his last six games, 11 RBIs, 542 batting average in his last six games. Uh, Tim Anderson gave him a nice big hug because they clinched the playoffs. And it's his first time going to the playoffs in seven years or something like that. Pretty some, nuts. Some- he, he, uh, him and DJ LeMahieu, I think, are the highest AL wars right now for position players. It's pretty nuts. Yeah. Verdugo, Jake, he's hot. Yes. Back-to-back games with three hits, and in his last 18 games, he's got a 373 batting average and a 413 on base percentage. Verdugo still doing it in Boston. Get it going. They called up Hauk. Yeah. Have have some fun for the final couple weeks, Boston, as the Celtics start to die. Uh, I heard they were being called the Meltics. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a fun it's a play on words, I think. What words? Oh. Jared Walsh, last nine games. Yeah. 450. I'll be honest. I don't know who Jared Walsh is. Someone in the patron chat said, if you guys don't talk about Jared Walsh, yeah, I curse you to the moon and, and back. Who's Jared Bad Walsh? Bad news. Bad news. He's on the Angels. Yeah, I know um, that. He's, he's playing some first base for them. And I think he was a prospect of sorts, but he got his kind of cup of coffee and he stunk. And he's doing uh, like I'm back in the big leagues. I'm staying. And he's he's raking. He's good. We, uh, me and Bieber have been laughing on on Wake and Jake because his name popped up a lot. And it's like, all right, dude, you you want to be involved, huh? Yeah, Jared Walsh. He's got a beard. Yeah, and he's from gives me Muncie vibes. Gives me Muncie vibes. Yeah, a little Muncie vibes. Very, you know, he's from Wisconsin. And then you 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 look at him and you're like, oh, of course you're from Wisconsin, dude. Yeah. I very, should have told him that, yeah. Yeah, very much, like, obviously. Well, he went to high school in Georgia. Georgia. That's a hell of a mix, huh? He was born in Wisconsin. It's just like... That's, that's power. Those are two power states. Yeah. Baseball player from Wisconsin and Georgia? Yeah interesting mm. he went to peach tree high school peach tray <laughs> i think that's all i have for uh, in fuego it's good it's good thank you thank you race to 20 i think it is time for the roosevelt's race to 20 and i mean jim i don't know if you want to cue up any like we are the champions type music or something like that or maybe the trevor ploof is a goddamn fool uh, type song, but 
Yeah, man, the race to 20, and we just did it. Slash Luke Voigt did it. And it's unreal, man. We we get to watch Luke Voigt Hold every on, day. I got I got it queued up. He's got the race it. to 20. Roosevelt. We did it. We did it. Okay. And uh, thanks to Roosevelt, you know, before the season, the Vegas, the sharp said, will anyone hit 20? Knowing that idiots like us would easily pick the over. And guess what? The idiots were right. Because Luke Voigt gets to 20. Uh, again, the Yankees were just destroying this Blue Jays pitching, playoff Blue Jays pitching. Uh, but Luke Voigt has been awesome all year. He's been dealing with some foot stuff. Uh, so sometimes when he circles the bases, you get a good limp out of him. He's been just such a monster, Jim. Jake, do you think that Voigt having foot stuff actually helped him hit more home runs? Like it galvanized his body? Because if we get him on an interview, I'm going to ask this. Would you rather hit a home run than run perfectly healthy around the bases? Or would you rather hit a home run than limp in the opposing team's face? Yeah. Because the answer is so easy. Yeah. And I mean, there's even more moving parts there. I mean, he hit a double the other day and he just, he looked miserable. He was like, oh my God, now I got to be on second base. Like, you know, I got to judge on a single if I'm supposed to score type stuff. So yeah, I, I do think as the foot stuff added up a little more that it, it helped his cause for this. Cause it's like, well, I'm hitting home runs. I might as well keep doing it. Yeah. And it's so badass to limp home. Yeah. And like you're the MLB home run leader mm. and you're injured. And it looks like Jose Abreu is still on pace, right? Uh, <clears throat> Jose Abreu? Yeah. What's he at? How many? He's at 17. Whoa. Um, yeah, I don't know. Our guy hasn't updated uh, the sheet that I like. Oh. Uh. My guy updated the sheet. Uh, he's got 17 over 50, which that's on pace for 20.4. So I'd like to get another one on there. Just Oh, you know, we're, up, we're getting live updates now. Live updates. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see Jose get there. Uh, Cruz and Trout are still on pace for 18 and a half-ish. So, again, a hot series. They're back. But Voight did it, man, and it was uh, – it's just impressive, man. And, and I, I'll, okay, as Yankee fans, I'll watch him take, because he takes these big old hacks, and they're, they're fun. And I'll see him swing through a slider, and I'll be like, okay, you know, is that, does, is that taking him off a little bit? And then, no, he just comes back either that at bat or the next at bat, and he pokes another one. It's crazy. They're, they're, they're monster shots, too. Yeah. Someone in the Patreon chat just referred to BBD's mom as Mama Bug Bug. Mm. <laughs> bug Bug. Mama Bug Bug. <laughs> That's some Ozark shit. <laughs> okay. So we still got some more. I think another person will do it and we'll really rub Trev's face in it. Sure. Moving on to the watching of the slumping. Mm. I only have three guys on here. I don't know if you want to let any late additions. 
I like it. I like it. I think we got to tidy up slump watch, maybe keep it to the big fish and you've got big fish. Jim, let me speak on one of them really quickly. All yours. Jan Moncada. Uh, Jim. Ofer in the twin series. Again, kind of a big series. Everybody on the White Sox is hitting uh, except Yoan, and maybe he's getting jealous of the goatee things. Have you seen uh, Jose Abreu and Eloy? They've got these little goatee ponytails coming in. They're trying to well, go Abreu, like. I think Abreu's had that for a while, right? They're trying to. Well, I mean, they've got a crew doing it now, and I so I think Moncada might be getting jealous of that. Uh, but the bigger thing is, I watched a few of his at bats, man, and he was lost. Um, it, it was bad. He was he took two fastballs right down the middle and then just struck out and was like, all right, I'll see you guys later. He did it from both sides of the plate. And that's as a switch hitter, that's the worst feeling ever. You lost it from both sides. So that's definitely, uh, if this was talking white Sox, uh, they're definitely saying like, we just got to get you on right for the playoffs, baby. Yawn. 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 Okay, you spoke on him. Matt Olson, he's one for his last 18. Now his mm-hmm. one came in the most recent game, so maybe he's on his way out of it, but it's not good. Not great. And Acuna. His last seven games, he's had 29 plate appearances. He has two hits, zero, eight, three batting average, two, zero, eight slugging. That's not good. Not good. The opposite of what you want to do. Bad. Bad. Uh-huh. Yeah. Norm, what's going on with Acuna? I mean, if you don't have Acuna being hot or any pitchers, Cole Hamels went like three and a third with 300 runs. 53 pitches. You want to do a quick segment? Who got mad? We'll move on. We got other segments. Who, who got mad? We got mad. Donaldson got mad. Yeah. Roberts got mad. The Donald yeah. thing's pretty funny. Whoa. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> Jakey Burps has been out in a big way. Um, yeah, the Donaldson thing was good. It was good entertainment. I do, um, you know, they end up losing that game. And you get ejected for that. Oh, you're getting ejected for that. I saw some people playing the umpire like, wow, we got another oh, umpire. Dude, every time I post a breakdown, I get people like, no matter what, you know, a lot of times umpires are quick to eject him, but like, umps are so soft. Like he ejected him for like, dude, that's an ejection. I think Donaldson knows that's an ejection. Yeah. And I get people like, this is why baseball is hemorrhaging fans. What are you talking about? This is a viral clip. This is literally doing the opposite. Yeah. Anything I make a breakdown of isn't a reason why baseball's losing fans. It's literally the most, it's literally the very opposite thing that's happening there. We're gaining fans here. This was very entertaining. Um, yes, I think, uh, you know, some of the Joe West type antics would be outside of that, but, um, dude, it was just, I, I mean, all of the comments on Twitter, YouTube, wherever, I mean, it just shows, like, what's wrong with the country now. Like, half of the reactions were like, this is badass. Josh Donaldson is my new idol. And the other half were like, could it be more Bush League? What are, what are we doing out here? 
And it's just like, all of you should kind of shut up. It's it's kind of fun. It's ridiculous. He got a bad call. He showed up the ump. He get tossed. Like, uh, A plus B plus C. Yeah, we figured it out. Equals a book. What was that? A plus B plus C equals a book. A book. A book. <laughs> you do it. That got, got BBD going. You do it now, BBD. Oh, God. Oh, my you God. Oh, what? Jesus. Damn. Wow. Audio listeners will love that. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Jake, what's your award? ASMR pod. Um, Jim, my award, a very, very vaunted award, is the John McNaughton Art Award. John McNaughton. John McNaughton Art Award. I mean, I don't know John. Should I know who John McNaughton is? Oh no way! I had to. I had to look it up. Okay, hold on. Let me just Google John. I'm glad that you're doing a, a sought out award. Yeah. <clears throat> if you Google John McNaughton Art, it gets very political very fast. So now I'm. Yeah. Worried. No, yeah. I'm about your award. Well, his most famous piece of art is titled the Forgotten Man Award. Okay. Or it's the the Forgotten Man. And Jim, it's been the Forgotten Man this whole season. We talk NL slog. We talk slop. We talk how we hate all these teams. Jim, there is an NL team out there that in their last okay, quick turkey math. A, okay, um, okay, that is 17 and 8 over the past month or so that's in the playoff picture. It's the San Francisco Giants, Jim. And I know, you know, this isn't supposed to be a full-blown team award. They started out 8 and 16. They are now 25 and 24, keeping their nose right above the nl slog above 500 and dude i I just think we always every pregame show we're like yeah the giants okay yeah okay the giants cool they keep winning uh trev has a crush on longoria cool their lineup like you mentioned in that one game is pretty well balanced man brandon belt almost has a one dot ops yastrzemski all year he's around nine five donnie barrels alex dickerson like this lineup is pretty real, and it's not a lot of the brand brand names you know. Um, but this lineup at least deserves some love. Wilmer Flores is doing it for the second straight season. We didn't know what that signing was about at all. Their lineup's pretty good. Their pitching ain't going to do much for you. And if they are in a pl- playoff series, nobody is going to pick them. But credit to them, man, for staying above the NL slog. They've been the forgotten man all season. Good. Do you think they have any chance of winning in the postseason? My only caveat would be a special Johnny Cueto day. But otherwise, no. That's just like one game, though. Right. But, I mean, they actually, you know, Kevin Gossman has put together a pretty nice year. Um I, I mean, no, it's it's not a pretty team, and nobody would pick them. But they, for the time that we spend on Reds, Brewers, 
slog teams that, uh, you know, my rocks. I've talked about them a lot this year. The, the Giants, the Giants have earned it. They're a nose above that, the forgotten man. Okay. I'm going to pull a move straight out of Jake Storielli's playbook. Yes. Yes. And I'm going to, I'm going to give out the landing John, strip for your pubes. No, no. Oh. The John McNaughton Art 2 award. Oh, 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 oh. Oh. Do you know who John McNaughton is? Like, not really, if I'm being honest. No. The most famous piece is a piece called The Forgotten Man. Yes. All the presidents and then kind of the common man sitting on a bench. America's forgotten about him. Yeah. So it's kind of the Forgotten Man Award that I'm giving out to Juan Soto. Two. Two. Yes, the John. Well, it's John McNaughton Art Two Award. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, you know, in parentheses, Forgotten Man One, because you. No, 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 no. I didn't see that on yours. My whole thing was in parentheses. It's going to Juan Soto. Because he's really good. Yeah. And I don't think he's going to get any credit for anything because MLB, as you heard earlier, Joe has it in for the Nats. Yeah. The fix is in. And he leads the league in intentional walks this season. Yeah. And his numbers are insane. (laughs) Yeah. And he leads the league. He's tied for worst sack hits. Oh. Zero. Okay. Any other stats you need? <clears throat> you hit all the big ones. Um, we, we did a little bit on one of the pregame shows the other day. He's got more walks than strikeouts. What he's doing at his age is crazy. His OPS is close to 1.2. Um, yeah, I mean, it sucks that the fix was in on the Nats this year. But, um, yeah, I'm sorry, Juan. Do you really think they're not going to get to 60 games? <clears throat> okay, I mean, they have them scheduled. I mean, uh, uh, we're one rain delay from a disaster. And, hey, Jim. <coughs> You know, if they go 12 and 1, they hit that 30 number. <coughs> who did they have, who did they play? Uh, the Nats are finishing with 5 at Miami. Miami four, these games then they're in like a standings race. 4 4 versus Philly, 4 versus the Mets. Three doubleheaders. All those teams want games to play. For sure. Big time. I think they'll try to get all those in. All right. No wheel today because my body's hit its limit. Body's hit its limit. And I need to leave. Go sleep. Is that okay with everyone? Thanks, everybody. Thank you guys very much for hanging in there. Hopefully, we I get better and more energy and stuff. I'm dying mm. right now. I'm going to play the music. Bye.